local broadcast system and its affiliated stations are proud to present tonight's edition of UNPHD. Tonight, Thomas Zell and the collective players take a journey to the future, into a time that may never be, painting a landscape of places and characters so real they grab your attention and thrust your entire being into the story. Drama, excitement, suspense, and much, much more await in tonight's presentation of The Omega Banker. Now a word from one of our talented writers, James Zika. Tonight, the role of James Zika is being played by Carrie Harold, star of Stage and Screen. The following is obviously a work of fiction. The text explores the evolution of so-called modern political thought as occurring within a broader societal framework than merely the political thought in itself. Ideas, after all, are not created in a vacuum. As a result, religion and politics are and cannot be conceived as divorced from one another. This text is interested in how Protestant America conceives older manifestations of religion in regards to varying forms of socialism. It in no way is meant to slander the Orthodox Church in America or any manifestation of the Eastern Rite. However, the text does unapologetically slander Charlton Heston. Thank you for your time, and I hope you enjoy the show. Actually, a mishap. We're pretty Firework much aiming at me and everybody scattering and not anything. But you know, we're not like oppressed or anything. Almost every year, I've gotten hit with different sets of fireworks. So I really don't have fond July Fourth memories. Most of them are painful and hurtful. Um, my dad said he still he's accidentally burned his feet. One of the richest countries, but we don't. We squander it. We need to. Take more care, take care, of, you know, more stuff than we do. Uh, the way we think we're better than everybody in the world. And hopefully take care of them and not just... Probably going to canoe and shooting off some fireworks. Freedom to do practically anything you want to do, dress the way you want to dress, say the things you want to say, be who you want to be. Or even mention of the Bible. 
Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America. Tonight, you are most likely relaxing in your living room. Father, you sit in your chair smoking a pipe and reading the evening edition of our local newspaper. It's the only thing that can relax you after the day you've had. The boys at the office can be tough, but no one said being on top would be easy. Regardless, now in front of the radio, you are relaxed. You have just finished dinner, a pot roast and potatoes, perhaps. That pot roast cooked slowly all day. What a darling your wife is to cook like that. You are truly a lucky man. Now, the point in the evening you've all been waiting for. Your favorite evening cereals. Junior is sitting very close to the radio, peering in, waiting for the magical words that create the fantastic worlds inside. Mother, you are drying the last dish from the meal and just came into the living room to unwind next to father. The little lady has her work to do also. Just the other day, you planted some more tomatoes in your garden out back. I'm sure the ladies at your sewing circle will be jealous. It truly is a beautiful time to be alive, for some more than others. Although the last few years have brought relative peace and prosperity, some would like to take it all away. Yes, that's right. There is a new public enemy number one, one who would like to take everything away. The United States, this radio, and yes, even your delicious pot roast. What kind of trouble am I speaking of? Terrorists? Aliens? The answer is yes, all of the above and more than you could ever imagine. These people, those who demand what is not theirs, are known by many names as communists, reds, Bolshevik, Marxists, commies, pinkos, social democrats, and a slew of other euphemisms. Truth be told, I call them one thing, evil. This is their story. It has long been stated that money is the root of all evil. If this is true, the 21st century began wickedly indeed. After the turn of the millennium, the United States government increasingly held that fiscal responsibility was the key determinant in a person, nation, or corporation's community involvement. So much, the government refused to enter any relationship of bad credit. Money, after all, fuels the power plant that makes electricity that runs the lights in your house, the refrigerator that keeps your food cold, and even the radio that you listen to now. This epistemology led to net worth assessment as the bottom line for all transactions, human, corporate, or otherwise. Consequently, the year 2022 CE brought a new governmental fusion. In the late 2010s, military spending became so astronomical that a new funding policy had to be born. The military-industrial complex literally became the military-economic complex when the armed forces went public. Yes, that is correct. The military became a public corporation with shares bought and sold on Wall Street. And who both maintained this inside trading knowledge prior to the sale and grabbed shares afterwards? It wasn't Mr. and Mrs. Seth Wasp in Dubuque, Iowa. It was the financial powerhouses, Citibank, Merrill Lynch, Bank of America, Chase Manhattan, TCF, and all the others. The largest shareholder and the president of the United States were the commanders in chief. One man from the investment world had the behind the scenes power of a major shareholder and even influenced the president's foreign and domestic policy but he will be introduced later. What is important is these banking houses provided the necessary resources for companies like Boeing and Lockheed Martin to continue to develop military technology. That was until 2032. It all began in 1999 under the patronage of NATO. The United States executed several bombing offenses on the Baltic nation that was known as Serbia or Yugoslavia, depending on who you asked. Five years after NATO and the United States were forced to stop these bombings by an international war tribunal, Serbia, or Yugoslavia, depending on who you asked, rose as a new world power. Russia provided initial protection, but later it and many Baltic neighbors formed a Baltic bloc. By 2009, 
most world nations were at the mercy of the United States economic control. And many ex-communist nations realized neither the World Bank nor a new pair of Levi's were very enabling when one either wanted to put food on the table or was not Western European. So the Serbians started billing themselves as communists for a new millennium under the official nomenclature of the Eastern Orthodox Communist Party. Consequently, they had to construct a doomsday machine. In 2032, this doomsday machine went off causing the world's end war, which should not be confused with the war to end all wars, or any of the wars in between the two. Most humans experienced an Orthodox Communist epiphany as a result of this machine. An epiphany that restructured the way people conceived the world around them, something that baffled the remaining unaffected Western scientists. Unable to come to terms with this uranium and nucleic acid-based psychobiomechanical transformation, most of the Western scientists went mad. The stage is set, the lines are drawn. The year is 2048 and Orthodox communism dominates most of the globe. The world's end war was catastrophic. Towns and nations lie in ruins. Factories, stores, and farms were destroyed. The Orthodox communist state quickly established its own means of production for nourishment, clothing, and vital tools. One institution remains destroyed, however, the moneylender. As a result, the old regime of the banks controlling the US military is long over, except perhaps for one man in a small desert oasis. Does interest mean without intercommunication among commodities? No standards, no interest rates. Bastards can take away civilization, but not the banks. Banking is communication, pure, raw, love talk. And now, my love rests on these broken slot machines. Fifteen years after my head was unfrozen, and I still can't fix these blasted machines. Mr. Hester, there's a man in the lobby who wishes to see you. What the hell does he want? I'm not sure, but he is definitely from the Eastern Right Party. Communists? Out patrolling this sector again? Hmm, what use would communists have with all this sand? A play lot for every proletariat child in the world? Ha! Fine, Sammy. I will see him. I am Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston, I'm Special Agent Charles Schwab. Do you operate video card games? Is that a crime? Of sorts. You see, Mr. Heston, the party has sent me to investigate your games of chance. We have been keeping a close eye on you since 2040. We believe you are harboring private capital. Private capital has not existed in 20 years. Is there a room where we can talk privately? Certainly. Follow me. Though you may be disappointed in the lack of fatalist games, as you call them. I said chance. Chance, fatalism. <laughs> Two sides of the same coin. an office, Mr. Heston. How did you come by this much late 20th century art? I thought a good deal of it was destroyed in the war. You people haven't made that illegal too, have you? First the banks, then the guns, then the television programs, then the art. Just like Hitler. 
Mr. Heston, since the Third Reich enhanced almost all technical aspects of broadcast communications during their power, I'm going to get to the point. What is your role in this casino? Casino? What casino? I've told you people before, this is not a casino. Casinos are illegal. I have limited video card games, which have no monetary payouts. Besides, my role here is food and beverage manager. Then explain why at the door, when I asked for a proprietor, I was brought to the food and beverage manager. Ah, incompetent staff. How the hell should I know? Maybe you look like you needed a Tom Collins and a buffet plate. Mr. Heston, we have reason to believe you are accepting real money and giving payouts in the form of account credits. How can I be accepting money? You people banned it in 2034. Even if I did possess it, what the hell good would it be? Perhaps a capitalist revolution is underway. After the epiphany, as you people call it? Sir, if you are giving payouts and account credits, won't the money be useful in the current black markets? Black market would only be useful if there was something to trade, or if commodities had any sort of standard of trade. Trade, too, was destroyed in the war. The party is based on trade, Mr. Heston. I'll buy a different trade than your free trade. Besides, Mr. Heston, the public's memory is short, but not non-existent. Many would like toys, gifts, clothes, jewels... Which are illegal if not distributed by the state. Mr. Heston, please give me the club's books and receipts going back to the beginning of the casino. Social club. This is a social club. Two sides of the same coin. I will ask for copies of all your keys. Take what you want and go back to hell. I will be by in three hours. Please have everything ready. Good day, Mr. Heston. Oh, Mr. Heston. I just have one more question. Why was your head frozen? I had prostate cancer. My head was frozen until a cure could be found. Just your head? What about your prostate? Medical science was in a much more primitive state. And your body? It's a loner. The original's in the shop. Now get the hell out of here. In the beginning, there was the Word, and the Word became flesh, and the flesh became monetary. Speech Pathologist Story 1 When I was young, I was sent to a speech pathologist. She made me repeat things over and over and over and over and over and over again. I did not have a lisp, but I ended up talking about Susie and her seashells on the seashore. She sells seashells by the seashore. I know that that is how the saying goes, but for some reason I always called her Susie. I never understood why I had to repeat these nonsensical sentences over and over and over and over and over and over again, but my therapist was convinced that it was the only way to treat my condition. You see, I I was in elementary school. My small semi-rural school district received a speech pathologist through a state-funded program. During reading class, Mike, Amy, and myself were excused from class to go see Miss Mack. Her office was in the storage room. It was at the other end of the building. All the film strip projectors, maps, old textbooks, and cleaning supplies were stored in this storage room. There was a small table with a few chairs around it. We would sit at the table, buy various maps, old textbooks, film strip projectors, and cleaning supplies. 
It was a very distracting room to be in. While Mike, Amy, and I were repeating tales of Susie and her commercial endeavors, my eyes would wander around looking at all the film strip projectors, cleaning supplies, old textbooks, and maps that were stored in the storage room that had been converted into a classroom, or rather a low-tech speech pathology lab. Um, almost every year I've gotten hit with different sets of fireworks, so I really don't have fond July 4th memories. Okay. So Most of them are painful and probably hurt all the last a lot. With my family. You, you know, I think that, you know, like, U.S. puts, like, the government, you know, they put a lot of effort, like, in trying to develop a, a feeling that, you know, we are all one nation, like, we all, all people of United States, that, that you know, we are one nation and you know I really appreciate this what what they are doing and I think it, um, you know it's worth like to call yourselves an American I don't think that's right because the true Americans are the native peoples that yeah, were here this before any white man ever got here this country was founded on genocide and we uh, concentrated the Indians into camps just like Jews were concentrated into camps and uh, manifest destiny which stated that all the Europeans were destined by religion to take over the continent. So it's really, really nothing to be proud of, in my opinion. I'm going to be going up to Blue Ridge. Any prejudice we have against uh, anybody. I think that you're in another country, but I will make sure it's fun and laid back. Um, probably all the laughter with my family. Because, you know, if you think about it, you know, I, I'm, I'm from Poland, so it's like 1,000 years of history. And somehow you don't have choice. You, you are a Pole. You know, you're, you're born there. And there is no choice. You, you cannot escape your fate. But in the United States, it's different. You somehow you are on the top of the world, and and basically there is I don't know what is the feeling. I, I mean, just very simply, I think regarding the self, I find most people, or not most, the, the but US would many people honest with its public? don't have enough. I think I'll probably end up going to visit some and friends and be able to say, "Oh yeah, this is what we're doing." Something and uh, yeah, last it's year. probably I don't know. I have uh, a bar. Probably gonna go canoeing, shooting some fireworks, What nobody knows about. Almost and spend I'll it with Ben. Ben, I love you. 28 <laughs> miles straight west of the city, the Lilac Town. Fueled by consumerism and greed and stuff like that. Thank you. Well, the fact that most of the time I feel free to go. Except when I'm tied down. Budweiser. Let's see. Freedom, of course. You know, this feeling that basically it's it's hard to somehow connect yourself to this piece of land. You, you somehow... You know what? I, when I'm in U.S., I feel somehow you know that that's that's the place when you can forget about the nation that you you are inside of, of a nation. You, you know, when I came here, it was very nice to me that I was accepted as a member of the of the society. So, but you know, I I believe that you know Americans should really think about themselves as a nation. So I, I like this holiday. Uh, when my well, had this it's not really a shameful like, thing. It's freedom, but, I mean, yeah. the fact that, that if someone would invade this yes. country or something, yes. I mean, yes. you know, we don't take crap. Like, <laughs> everybody could just Pretty celebrate much together yeah. without, yeah. just like, you know, separated by their differences. Yeah, you know, ignorance, yeah. Freedom, practically anything you want to do, dress the way you want to dress, say the things you want to say, be who you want to be. Yeah, just playing with firecrackers in the backyard, that's all. Have you ever been hurt by firecrackers? Uh... Not really. Just like minorly. Uh, I 
think it was probably when I was a little kid going to the local park with my mom and watching the fireworks. Um, I like Apartment the, 26 is here. <laughs> I like the diversity of the people. Um, there's a lot of like punk rocks and braver kids and the preppy people. <laughs> I don't know. Um, just, everyone's unique in their own way. with a solution that allowed him to live in outer space without the burden of an atmosphere. Another uh, guy reanimated my guy in Frisco. The third. The third his brain was extracted Three. and downloaded Blind. onto the next. What have we done? Another impregnated the sign language A third. A third is now opening in Vegas for the clone and reanimated corpse blind. of Walt Disney. Three mice. Three mice. Confronted by a government and social system that he does not believe in, Charlton Heston is faced with a dilemma. Should he recant on his ways or stand his ground? Is there a way out for him and his way of life, or is he destined to lead the society into the next era? We join Mr. Heston as he tries to come to grips with his existence. I bet those Easties have bugged my office. Sick commie voyeurs. Where are you? Where are you? I can smell your electricity! of collectivist hell are we living in? Where did it all go wrong? I remember being a boy in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan playing American games like cowboys and Indians, future executive and sharpshooting, games with lessons of morality and character. We went to church and prayed by ourselves with the Godfrey of iconography. We loved family day at the country club and casseroles. 
Where is the state of childhood today with this Eastern Orthodox party? None of our nation's youth are shooting anything, let alone playing golf. Dreams and ambitions are now all destroyed. Who the hell wants to grow up in a system where they can't own a home, a car, a gun, or even a horse? I ran the biggest banking conglomerate in the world before the Orthies blew it all away. I was president of Citibank after several successful mergers with Merrill Lynch, Bank of America, and Nations Bank, I single-handedly started an institution that I called the People's Bank. Ah, yes, the People's Bank. What a concept. I provided real Americans, real American interest rates, banking for the common man. And now what? Now we have no money, we have no home, the People's Bank was the last great American institution. It was different than the other banks, stronger, more powerful. It rested on one simple notion. The People's Bank was people. The People's Bank was made out of people. When, when the president and commander-in-chief was the largest military shareholder, I actually influenced the armed forces at shareholders meetings. I dictated military strategy in the world's end war. I said, attack Slovenia, hard and quick in the night, like Sung Tzu wrote. Me, a banker, told the generals, Napoleon fought hard, but everyone has studied him for over 250 years. But those Easties don't expect Americans to second-guess the military maneuvers of General Jarluski. Some old-timers said the bankers lost the war. I said we added different perspectives that lengthened our final defeat. Besides, I've killed things. I grew up in the UP. I am no stranger to conflict. In fact, I embrace it like an old lover. Yes, I would fornicate with conflict if it was possible. Interest rates, military campaigns, women, all of it conflict. Man against man, man against himself. It truly is what separates us from the animals, those dirty apes. Hence, I can shoot a wolf, but not a man. Conflict in me. Hello, darling. Care to make sweet love? And now, and now I sit in this foreign world, alone, the last banker. And all of them outside want my head. I hate this world but I continue to exist for my virgin bride. became monetary, and the monetary became mechanical, and the mechanical changed the way the word was conceived.
Speech Pathologist, Story 1, but a little bit different. When I was young, I was sent to a speech pathologist. She was one of only seven specialists that I was sent to between the ages of three and ten. These specialists have helped to shape me into the person I am today. I guess it was about three months ago I ran into a woman that I had not seen for several years. She was just finishing up a, a master's in speech pathology. I related my story of having to go into the storage closet and repeat things over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And how we were taken out of reading class to make the long, shameful walk down to the storage closet that was, that was converted into a speech pathology lab. You, you know, it's, it's never really made much sense to me that we were taken out of reading class to go to the speech pathologist. In retrospect, I think it's just caused me to be a slow reader and a bad speller who also has a stuttering problem. Sometimes, for a change of pace, Miss Mack made us listen to audio recordings and we would repeat after the tone. In retrospect, I think these tapes were merely the tapes from the film strip projectors that were lying around the storage closet. And uh, this was just her way of expanding her limited financial resources. I have to say freedom. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I've traveled uh, all over the world, and the ability to, uh, to literally start with nothing. Uh, we, we talked to so many young people that were so discontented where they were, and I said, but this is such a beautiful small town on the Adriatic, and I could live here tomorrow. They said, there's nothing for us to do, and uh, we can't find jobs, and uh, we're stuck here. And... And I, it was it was so sad, and uh, and we are so. I don't think we're so aware of how uh, much freedom we have in this country, and the ability to get out, get a job, make Probably money, fear and and, uh, um, and succeed. <laughs> yeah, uh, flying to Kansas City to see my uh, yeah, they just pretty much sickened me. I mean, they they do whatever they want. Uh, they really don't ask the people what they want, you know. They they you know, a bill go to go to the go to the office and then get vetoed or whatever. And we were getting married in about three weeks Not after that. Like terms or so. No, we got just, married the thirty first of August. Set a standstill. So I, I was mean, in pretty good shape. The constitution was a I guess the the poverty that still exists and education. And of course I feel education we would handle the poverty and it seems we have money for everything else. and young people. Uh, there's a wonderful book just done on the Indonesian. Actually, I'm not really uh, proud. You know, I don't really consider people in countries who don't have that opportunity that we don't have the whole country as a whole. Take, I, I take a leftist view to a lot of things. I mean, I, think, I really uh, have I no American uh, pride. I don't believe um, in nationalism and the such. Like I, I don't know. I don't I know. I'm not really proud to be an American. Just, um, well, that's just I don't know. Okay. Well, I guess. Uh, if I had to narrow it down, I'd say I don't know. I guess I, I think it's cool that you know we live in a country where we do have opportunities to you know speak our mind, like more so than like most you know third world countries or whatever. But still, I think you know, I think a lot. I'm not ashamed of it, but I think a lot a lot of, about the the culture of death because you know all the, for example. People accepted in very 
easy way the fact that in all the movies they're showing crime. You know, that some people kill other people and everybody thinks it's okay, you know. And I just ask, you know, so if you, if you watch all this stuff, why do you think it's okay, you know? I, I can make like a, you know, like a nice example. For example, you know, let's assume that I want to drink a, a cup of hot lard, you know, and people, you know, will laugh at me and, okay, well, this guy is... And they would, wouldn't like, you know, I cannot succeed in, in, you know, distributing this idea, you know, because people don't like hot lard. But if I show a movie about killing other people, people will, will go and see this movie. So it means somehow that they're attracted to this idea. And that's what really scares me, that, you know, people are attracted to this idea. Why? You know, let, better, let's don't think about it. That's not a solution. Death is not a solution. We, we shouldn't just, you know, spend too much time talking and thinking and showing death. It's just too much. It's, it is a small part of our life and we have to deal with it. But, you know, not in, you know, as much amount as we are, you know, feed, you know, like. And, and that's, you know, that's what, what is not so good. The woman that I hadn't seen for several years said that she remembered talking to me about this at a Christmas party back in 1996. I, I told her that it was in 1995, but she, she did not believe me. But after telling her that in 1996 she was wearing a dark blue dress with little white polka dots on it and that we slept together after the party, and in 1995 her best friend, who was wearing a light blue dress and a dark blue cardigan, I had, had slept with her that year. She quickly remembered the differences between the dates. She recounted how unfulfilled she was after the encounter. She told me how disappointed her friend was the year before. I told her that I'm not much better in bed now. She slapped me across the face. I said it was nice to see her again, and, and I went on with my daily routine. I don't know if I was really mad at her, or if I was mad at the fact that she was dating someone that was not me, or that she was dating someone that was not me and that person managed a restaurant that was owned by a professional race car driver. Either way, she still wanted to be a speech pathologist. The, the whole experience just reminded me of the mistakes that I seemed to make over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again.
Element 8, Soundtrack. Element 9, Hollywood Style. Element 10, Violence. Thank you, and I hope that these ratings have increased your enjoyment. The future cut off my limbs and never gave me my jetpack. The future cut off my limbs and now I'm just a head and a torso. I never understood why this would be good, but they said it would help the economy. The government, they cut them off and gave me some mechanical replacements. They said that they'd improve my life, but now I'm just more efficient. I have to wear long sleeve shirts, cause I'm ashamed of my metal. I can hook my arms into computers, but I can't feel the softness of a baby's butt. The future cut off my limbs and never gave me my jetpack. The future cut off my limbs and now I'm just a head and a torso. I never understood why this would be good, but they said it would be good for the economy. The future. I used to have a girl of my own, but my mechanical enhancements didn't like her. My new arms and legs told me she wasn't very efficient, so they dumped her when I wasn't looking. Now the only way I get off is placing my hands into the computer junctions box. It's not a very satisfying way to live, but I could not live without it. The future cut off my limbs. The future cut off my limbs. I'm just a head and a torso with a few government enhancements. You know, like, what makes me proud, for example, is that it's not so easy to get here. That's the truth. You know, like, if, if you live outside of the United States, it's very hard to get here. And you even, don't, you even don't think about it, but for people from other countries, it is very hard to get to the United States. It, it is. So, you know, like, what, what makes me proud was that, you know, is, is the following, that I wanted to somehow to visit this country, to see this country, to live in this country for five years. And, and I was able to do it, you know, that see all the people and the culture and that's that's what I, like they I'm proud of. want us to tell them what July the 4th means. Probably the laziness. The fact that no matter what we do we get away with it. Well I know that it happened in 1776 and we celebrate it because. I guess really the fireworks that's one of my favorite things. I, it's a uh, tradition and we fought for freedom in the second world war and I guess we might have to again, but hopefully not. Yeah, the country itself just gets away with whatever the hell it wants to in foreign affairs. Fireworks and a carnival. That's I was raised in a small town west of Chicago. And, that, and I don't know if I'm really proud of it, but it's just one of those things. I guess that we're pretty much free to do Pretty much the fact that, do. you know, we can set up concentration camps in different countries and get you away with that? it. you hear that? No. Non-communist country. I mean, not anything, but... You know, we're not, like, oppressed or anything. So. Okay, so, you know, I'm, I'm really, like, thankful that you decided to talk to me oh, about, no like, fun. the 4th of July. Just, we go, yeah, with friends. They have a cabin, and um, we go rafting and just sit on the rocks and drink beer. <laughs> <Sounds fun. laughs>
In the beginning, there was the Word, and the Word became flesh, and the flesh became monetary, and the monetary became mechanical, and the mechanical changed the way the Word was conceived. And when that happened, the very nature of the flesh also transformed. We now join Charlton Heston in his desert oasis. He is waiting for Special Agent Charles Schwab to return, waiting to find out his fate, even though he already knows his destiny. It has been a long journey. He is a long way from the planet he knows as home, a place that no longer exists. Mr. Heston, there is a man in the line who wishes to see you. What the hell does he want? I'm not sure, but he is definitely from the Eastern Right Party. Communists out patrolling this sector? Hmm. They must want to turn this place into some kind of commune. Maybe I'll be the gun cleaner in the commune. My comrades will grow wheat and I will clean the gun. <laughs> Fine, Sammy. I will see him, even if he is an Eastie. Mr. Heston, are you ready to turn over your books? Sure. I have nothing to hide. Step into my office. In fact, here's a set of your keys. I suppose this is your office, or our office, as you lazy bastards are always saying. Mr. Heston, I assure you that your complete cooperation is expected and valued. I operate video card games. These books will confirm my innocence. Here's everything for the last ten years. It should be all you need. Mr. Heston, I'm extremely disappointed in your lack of assistance. What do you take me for? These books contain nothing but the amount of times each machine was played. Mr. Heston, where are the real books? These are the real books, you orthodox Gestapo! No. I need the books containing the records of your clients and their accounts. This again? It's like a goddamn broken record with you people. I can't produce what does not exist. I am not some kind of magician, charlatan, or prophet. I feared this would happen. Mr. Heston... As a result of your unwillingness to cooperate, the state is going to have to seize your property. You sick commie bastards. Why did you make me wait all night if you were just going to steal my establishment away? Have you come out with your swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day I've been here in the desert and you did not arrest me. Mr. Heston, are you ignorant of party law? Besides, arrests require a certain amount of shall we say, paperwork? That is what structure is to you people. Paperwork, receipts for receipts, documents of the documents. Well, I say damn the forms, damn the communal living. Mr. Heston, these outbursts will not help your case when this goes before the Orthodox Communist Galactic Tribunal in Sector 13. Oh, my case is closed. The verdict is already in. There are no hung juries in the Eastern Orthodox Communist Party. Justice in the 21st century is swift. Unless you are the one on trial, you maggot. I don't see what you are trying to prove. 
Let me ask you a question, Special Agent Charles Schwab. Have you ever shot anything? Of course, but I don't see how- No! I mean with bullets, not lasers. No. Bullets are ancient and inefficient. What are you getting at? I am talking about the pure forces of creativity and destruction. I am speaking of the metaphysics of firearms. Bullets are powered from explosions. I am talking about the big bang in your arms. Ah, yes. Though you fear it, I am talking about God. God, Mr. Heston. And who are you? God's messenger and king of the capitalists? You say so, not I. I do not think I need further testimony. I have heard it myself from your own lips. Do you not hear how many concessions the party makes you? Have you no answer, even to the former capitalists? I asked the party, especially the former capitalists, what evil you had done here in the desert. They said, destroy him. Video card games are small in the scope of the party. Capital is useless. I replied that I was innocent of your blood, that they would have to deal out any punishment. They answered your blood would be on the party and the future members of the party. I am merely investigating, finding the truth. And what is truth? After all, I found no basis for accusation against you. Where are you from? Do you refuse to speak to me? Do you not know I have the power to release you or to have you punished? You would have no power over me unless it had been given to you by me. There those above you are guilty of a greater sin. I realize you led government policy with the commander-in-chief. You reconceptualized the armed forces of the former United States. Your people lost the war. Your head was frozen for a long time. Perhaps this is not your world. Your capitalist antiquity has been replaced by further historical evolution. You cannot go back to the earth you once knew all those eons ago. It was only 20 years ago that the doctors froze my head, you orthy freak. Your lack of cooperation and persistent name-calling has not been helping your case. You are a banker. Banking is illegal. And further, banking lost the last world's war. The accumulation of capital in drive society, trade. My frozen head for your striped tie, for example. Trade tells us we are alive, that we exist in some sense. Humans are trade, love, anger, hate, sex, all trade. We are all trade machines, pre-programmed with nature's free trade. In the beginning, there was free trade. I am free trade made flesh. You are waning the theological and not even a member of the Eastern Rite Communist Party. God is as Protestant as apple pie. You people should have never given up transubstantiation. The free trade is flesh. It has been shed for you. Mr. Heston, hiding behind some delusional dog... Ah, ah. My delusional dogma just broke your neck, Special Agent Charles Schwab. Free trade one, vulgar commies zero. Any more of you got the guts to take me on? I am the last banker. I will show you who is in charge of the very forces of nature. I was the first banker to purchase stock in the military. I had power, influence, fulfillment. Now I feed video slots. Video slots. You think you can take me on in my own casino? Mr. Heston, we have a place around you. 
Come out with your hands up, and no one will get hurt. Ah, my sub-automatic lover. How I've missed you. I am the Alpha Banker. I am the Omega Banker. We'll show those pink bastards you three, my rapid-fire friend. Without fear the day the medieval church decided money could not be made from money. I am usury. I am usury made flesh. Usury! Bastards. My head wasn't frozen for this commie hell. Can there be purpose in this life without capitalism? changed the way the word was conceived. And when that happened, the very nature of the flesh also transformed. In the end, the word became the word, but a different word than in the beginning. <laughs> 